0: Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmidtie, Swanee and Clarkie visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. <laughs> how are you going, guys? Good to see you
1: wonderful lovely to see you too
0: and swanny you good <laughs> oh, i was actually
2: getting invited to something i was so shocked i've tried to reread it three times i never get invited out well
0: that's not entirely true i
2: rarely get invited out um how am i i'm in really sort of what i call motherhood mode it's mother's day tomorrow right yeah mm-hmm. and i've just been down to have to take one of the boys down to have an eye test at the optometrist which is within like the, the local shopping center it was like you know, Christmas week. And we got there and I thought, why is this so busy? And then I remembered, I've been there every Saturday before Mother's Day in the last couple of years, you know, for no reason other than I'm, I'm always there on Saturday. And it's that mad panic of dads with kids walking around going, oh, where are the slippers? Where are the smelly soaps? <laughs> and yet, you know, I get nothing. We don't really do it in our house because no one can be bothered. Um, and I'm sitting with the kids as we're going into the car park. And I was like, oh, my God, why is it like this? And I went, oh, no, 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 why, because it's Mother's Day. And they went, oh, right, yeah. I was like, so my kids are fully aware. When they come tomorrow there will be nothing. And I, I got this card that um I was going to give to my sister in law, which says there ain't no hood like the motherhood and it's it is quite true. It can be quite feral in the trenches, let me tell you. But um yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Just me stories,
0: Yeah, when you tell your stories about motherhood, you just reinforce for me that it's the just Not your path, not darling. Happen. The decision to not have children was not a bad one.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's quite um yeah, it's a it's a ride. That's yeah. for sure. And I was thinking about it as I was, you know, sitting in the car with them thinking, Well gosh, how do I feel about it? And it's one of those things, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, but really it's just all the time. That's the reality of it. It's <laughs> all the time. It's relentless. So it doesn't is... really matter if it's good, bad or whatever <laughs> else, it's still it's all the time.
1: That is such a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's the I best just thought of, of that times, this morning. It's the, worst the worst of times, of times. It's all the time. And
2: that's right. People just think you're going to end it there. It's like that's not the point I'm making. The, the yeah. best and the worst, you know, they, those peaks and troughs come and go. But oh god, it's the status quo that is relentless. The, the status quo, you know, just goes on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, it was obvious. I, you know, I do, I do enjoy aspects of it, and I do enjoy my children. But um, wow, wow no different to your other job yeah so anyway so sorry about that a bit of a sidetrack how are you guys
0: all good yeah mm. yep yeah a little hungover from yesterday but otherwise good uh i played canasta last night so i had thought that after we finished recording i would just sit on the bed watch some tv yeah. and go to sleep but uh my other sister sent a text going oh let's play canasta okay so well, what are we drinking
1: Go on, Swanee, you know you oh, want to surprise everyone.
0: It,
2: it is truly a low moment because I'm drinking a somewhat cool, definitely not cold, <laughs> Coke Zero. I was explaining earlier that I had to do a bit of a grocery shop this morning because I was, I was all out, which I never allowed to happen. I just never allowed it to happen. But for some reason this week I did and it hasn't had enough time to cool. I don't have any ice, so it's a bit of a travesty. you If you, if you think I seem a little flat, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, she got herself. She's not herself. <laughs> just, just <laughs> All not. colors fit off today. <laughs> yes. Warm, what are you guys drinking cake. Something fabulous no, no doubt. No, just cool. Mm.
1: Mm. We're having a Summerfield rose, so um, from the same winery as the Shiraz we had last episode. Uh, it's a single block rose made from their estate Merlot. Hand harvested in the early hours of the morning to ensure the freshness of the grapes and the purity of the fruit flavour. Fresh fruit and herbs on the nose. A palate has full-bodied, buttery, sweet fruit with hints of citrus. Hmm. Sounds lovely.
0: It does it sounds very sophisticated. Wow. Cracked it open. It's got a nice little label. Don't even wa- don't even put it in the glass, Clarky. Just neck it. <laughs>
1: well, it's got a nice. very pretty
0: label. Oh, he is. He's just necking it. <laughs> delicious get that citrus Ooh,
2: it's
1: ask act- a
0: question
2: do mm-hmm. uh, so you drink much rosé
1: yeah yeah
2: oh see I have a rosé that I and I think I had at the beginning and I was actually going to send you guys some, and I thought because well, I because I don't smell anything and I can't you know really suggest things I went online after Caroline sent the um the ginger beer and I went and had a search I thought what can I send them and I was like I really don't know because I saw but there's a couple of rosés that I do really like and I have been able to drink them so You'd be okay if I sent
1: those to you? Yeah, we would be very Excellent. grateful. They're not well, going to go. say no.
2: <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I was like, oh, if they're not going to drink it, what's the point? And yeah. then I was laughing at like all the, um, what do you call them, cruises and stuff. I was like, I
0: can't do that. Yeah. All right then. No, I should no, just that. Don't
2: do the uh, rose spa- uh, spritzes. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a spritz. It was like there were some, you know, the ones that you've mentioned were like mango and chutney and all that. Mango and
1: chutney <laughs> cruiser.
2: Mango chutney <laughs> mango, <laughs> <laughs> That's the right. after effect. That's <laughs> the right. It's has straight That's where it ends up, you know. It goes great there. with a curry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, delicious. So, oh, yeah. what's that, a mango chutney cruiser on the, on the ground outside the
0: pub? Yum. Yeah.
1: And, Schmidty, what are you drinking?
0: I have a gin and soda. I'm drinking a bit of my damson drink, uh, sorry, damson gin in soda with uh, some kefir lime from the garden. So very nice. Mm. Okay. Oh, nice. Mm. I did originally think I was just going to do the same as last week and go for soda water, and I thought, oh, whatever, it's Saturday. So, uh, who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm
2: Swanny.
1: And I'm Clarkie. And together, and
0: together we, are we are Trial Five Wonderful. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay, so I'll just get straight into today's story for you guys. So are you sources- doing today? I am, yes. Right. That's why I'm going to get straight into the story. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so my sources for the story are 9 the thedailymail.co.uk, my favourite, uh, news.com.au, smh.com.au and the armadalexpress.com.au. And that should give it away that, yes, it's an Australian story. And, no, it was not featured on the ABC's production of Australian, Australian story. story. I actually checked just in case. <laughs> So, as we know, TV today is full of reality TV shows. And one of those that I'm sure you're both aware of, or at least I'm sure Carla's aware of, is Farmer Wants a Wife. I oh, am. Yeah. So it's a wholesome show of women competing for the affections of farmers who can't get a wife or a lay. Wholesome. Um,
1: who chose well, uh, that the was, word uh, wholesome? I, I feel
0: did. like you denorated <laughs> it somewhat there. <laughs> Goodness. It started yeah. off that way though, didn't it? Oh actually it's not too bad but I, the whole idea of, a bunch of women yeah the idea of a bunch of women yeah. competing for the affections of one person having it filmed I think is a bit on the nose Some, but yeah, you awful. know that's just my opinion of these things anyway um partly it's it's difficult for farmers to get wives partly due to the hard yakka of farming and from what I've seen partly due to the farmers not having the opportunity to meet women in their communities or attract them as the case may be So this story is about a farmer who really wanted a wife and a family and he probably would have done better to go on the reality TV show. Oh, so he
1: wasn't on there?
0: No, he wasn't. I thought it was going to be a a
1: contestant who had been on there who then murdered someone or something.
0: No, no, he really would have done better to go on Farmer Wants a Wife. Farmer Wants a
1: Wife, actually got a wife, realised he didn't want a wife and had to murder her and hide her in the freak out the back
0: well as far as i know there have been some successful couplings on farmer once a wife and yes. quite a few people have got married and had kids and been very happy oh, wow. i'm not aware of any that were unhappy and then killed their spouse so yeah. i
1: think
0: so one accidentally got pregnant last year and then they accidentally the farmer or the wife
2: yeah uh oh, i mean it's so correctly. wholesome now yeah, they, oh, yeah depend, they, they, were,
0: they weren't a couple and they yeah, weren't together pregnancy is so she,
1: unwholesome <laughs>
0: Not so much that. More just, you know, a look up. clearly a bit of sexy time happening. And if they weren't the right couple and all that sort of stuff, oh, a bit of scandal. I think it's like
2: all these shows. I think the, the the very first season, the very first cast, probably not now actually, but certainly. Let's go back five. I don't think you could go back ten years, but would you? How I know it started when we were overseas. When I was overseas, it might be still. ten years old. I think yeah. it might so be ten let,
0: years old. So let's just say
2: it was ten years old in the initial stages of most of these things. Even Maps and that, I think. There are people who are genuinely are were genuinely
0: after they because they weren't trying to become influencers. Oh, or that. I spoke These to someone people. the other day yeah, literally who different. said she's she's applied for maths and I said, "Well, why would you do that?" And she said, "To meet someone. I want to, you know." And I thought, hey, "Have you watched it?" <laughs> anyway, I'm not. You sure. You might I get the villain out. <laughs> I doubt it. She's a delightful girl, but I just think. Have you seen the show? Are you aware that it's It's not really about that? I can't even
1: stand the ads. There's no chance in hell I would turn that show on.
0: Oh, to be honest, I don't watch it, but I've seen snippets of it through Gogglebox, which I do watch and I do love. So that's the other reason I'm aware of maths. Anyway, so (laughs) it's this show, this this story is not actually about Farmer Wants You may or may not know this. You know the executive producer of maths? Uh, Brian Walsh. No. Oh. No. I won't
2: say it, but you do know
0: someone who oh because i knew brian um i, I wouldn't say i knew our him age. knew him but no, we someone worked, our age yeah. she's the boss oh okay she cool. runs it yeah
2: why she won't know, you say who
1: it is, is? Well,
0: oh i can look it up it's yeah. i'll tell her later i just, yeah, I just yeah. yeah because she probably doesn't want that broadcast <laughs> on our <laughs> podcast yeah but yeah. she uh it's a big job and yeah
2: there's someone. Oh, no with. doubt no yeah. doubt
0: yeah yeah so anyway if you don't go on a reality tv show to meet the love of your life and you're a farmer how do you meet people
1: in the
0: pub. Go to the pub? Oh, but he's Go already to B&S. tried. You've got to assume that he's already tried. BNS. Yeah, B&S. I don't think they're as good as they used to Bring be. I'll mean. oh, Do you remember a friend of ours from used a to B&S. love going to B&S's?
1: What's that? Yeah. Do you remember
0: a friend of ours from Foxtel used to oh, love going yes. to BNS's? Oh, yes. she was all over it. She was a good, rugged country man. Did she have a swag yeah.
2: that she'd head out and sleep in the back of a ute afterwards?
0: I'm not sure on the details but I do oh. know that she absolutely thought they were the best way to meet people. She was originally from the country though, so. Uh, but that, I think she's I think she's right.
1: I can see the Especially smile on her face. She you
0: want
1: to meet
2: drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a BNS.
0: Anyway, yeah. if you don't go to a BNS and if you don't go down the pub and oh. you don't meet anyone in your community, the dating website is of course the place to go, isn't it?
2: Oh. I think we're going to that start going sense. to like the stockyard or the cattle no. sales. When you or say this, you've exhausted
0: all of that. <laughs> when you, you say, say the, the dating
1: website, do you mean Tinder?
0: No, I think this is pre-Tinder, maybe. So I'm thinking more. It didn't. I looked everywhere to find out which one it was, but I think it's probably more like um, I'm blanking on the names of the ones that used to exist. Uh, anyone? Mm. No. No. <laughs> harmony. Cut. Is harmony yeah, maybe E harmony. E harmony. Is it?
1: Still oh, there was another one too,
0: but I can't remember. Yeah, E harmony still um, advertises all the time. Because
1: it's funny you say that. Because one of the um, hill folks, so we live in a valley, and so the people on the hills we call hill folk, <laughs> and they they call us flatlanders, which is oh uh, always Lord. a bit of a laugh.
2: Oh my god!
1: But one of that them is hysterical. One of them is newly single, and so he. Um, gets on Tinder all the time and his battery was going flat last night and he was panicking because he couldn't respond to somebody because I think the person that was interested in him was passing through or something and he was worried that he Shouldn't might be miss his maybe. chance. Or he, or, yeah. yeah,
0: or they or them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was on Tinder very briefly before I met Tony a long time ago and I got off it as soon as someone started. I started to get dick pics. I was like, mm, this isn't really what I was after. Were they attached to arms? No, they weren't. They were attached to groins, but it was just like, oh, not quite what I was uh, signing up for on that one. But, yeah, that was a thing. So I don't know what the name of it was, and I can't remember the one I was thinking of, but it doesn't matter. But this story basically is a warning to those of you out there. Beware, oh. lovelorn gentlemen, for the magic pussy is real and oh, an ever-present danger. Man. I've been wondering oh, when they're yeah, going to bring back yeah. I need back to get my MP
1: T-shirt
0: pussy. out. Yes. I do I prefer a hat.
2: <laughs> Can, you a
1: Can you change Birch. your name to Carla Swan MP so that everyone thinks <laughs> that you're a Minister of Mem- Parliament. Member of Parliament. A member yeah. of Parliament, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. I had a conversation <laughs> with the kids this morning and I was trying to think of a, a show that was on. I probably watched it when I was a child and I'm... I'm going to get the name wrong, but it was called John Tapper or John something, MD, right? And I was trying mm-hmm. to say to the kids, I think in the US, and I could be totally wrong, you'll probably correct me, which we do all know, does MD stand for MD, medical doctor, like we say GP, general practitioner?
0: Yeah. Is that's that your I understanding?
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I think it is. Because yeah. it was oh, anyway, Doogie so, Hauser MD. Yes, and that's what yeah, I he, think Because we are talking about, I was talking about my brother in law was a GP and I was saying he would be, you know, da 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 MD. And they were like, I yeah, think that's stands for department. I was like, no, no, I don't think it stands for department. I think that that's how they,
1: yes, you know, director, signify
2: a GP. Yeah, no, no it no. is. I would, I, yep. I'm going to have to look it up. But anyway, so you okay. think I should add that to the end of my name?
1: I think so. Yeah, why I think not? it would be
2: false advertising. That's for sure. Uh, there's nothing magic about No, well, that.
1: when you said you get your magic, you need to get your MP t-shirt out. in the
2: day. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry,
1: in the day. <laughs> I
2: think we'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Right well sorry moving right anyway on. this sorry. story brings together a series of th- sorry this story brings together a series of themes we've covered on other episodes. So badgering text messages, dubious Google searches, pre and post meditation alarm bells, know, gold diggers, and of course the old MP.
1: Right.
0: Oh, our, our story is set in Waltshire, a rural town in New South Wales about halfway between Sydney and Brisbane and on the edge of the tablelands. Walter boasts a population of 750,000 sheep, oh. 85,000 cows, and 3,150 people.
1: Oh, that's a big city.
0: It's not bad, yeah.
1: We've got about 310 where we live.
0: Yeah, I know. Where did really, you say it was? Literally, literally in the middle it? of Bum w- nowhere. Walsh, yeah. Uh It is Walter. It's, Walsh, t- Walsh. it's um, rural New South Wales, but halfway between Sydney and Brisbane. It's oh, a, so it's north. north. Mm. It's north, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Well, I
2: didn't picture that. Okay, radio.
0: And looking at their website, it's a country town with lovely historic stuff and rivers and shit. In 2007, then-single mother, Natasha Darcy, married Colin Crossman, who was a widower having lost his first wife in a car accident. By 2009, Natasha Darcy Crossman assaulted her husband, Colin, with a hammer, telling police that an intruder had hit him. A few days later... well, you know. Is
1: this like a Johnny Depp Amber Heard marriage? Uh,
0: maybe. Sounds yeah. like it. Could be. Um, I also read that apparently the night she did this, she, he was a paramedic and she'd asked him before he went to bed, how hard do you have to hit someone in the temple for it to do some damage? Oh, I don't want to know. And, and Well, he, I don't know what his answer was, but she just tried it out while he was asleep.
1: Maybe he said, oh, not very hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a tackle to just in the case, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> a few out.
0: days later, she sedated him by lacing tacos, which makes me want to eat Mexican, and set fire <coughs> to their house. Colin survived what? the assault. Well, yeah, she was busy. She's a whack job. Mm. He survived the assault and Natasha was arrested and charged with attempted murder. However, she admitted to setting the fire and was sentenced for the lesser crime, and I don't know why. And there's not much on that first case, really, no matter how much I looked. Now, if you're wondering why she suddenly decided to knock Colin off, it wasn't because he didn't bring the bins in or fix the letterbox. It was most likely because she had taken out a $700,000 $700, life insurance policy on him a month earlier. Now, Colin and Natasha didn't divorce at the time. As Colin, as it turns out, says he didn't have any money because someone had burnt his house down. But they definitely split up and divorced. Oh, no, actually, they didn't divorce. They just split up. And Natasha also fell pregnant around the same time and claimed the child was Colin's. Now, I don't know why it was reported that she claimed that the child was his because there was no indication she'd been having an affair with anyone else. Um, But Colin, who looked after her children, she had two children already from a previous relationship, remained in their lives and continued to co-parent the now three children. She did nine months in jail, so he was looking after the baby and the other kids. What year was that, Shmini? This is in 2009. So after that, and she got out of jail obviously, she then moved on to another gent in town. Fred Nicholson, a horse breeder and divorcee who'd been single and alone for several years, she dated Fred until it became apparent she wasn't going to get much money out of him, so she stole his credit card and went on a shopping spree at Dick Smith, Noni B and the IGA supermarket. Fucking she knows how to shop.
1: shopping spree, oh my God, yeah. She's always she great. had me
0: at Nodi
2: B. <laughs> that,
1: that sounds like the kind of shopping spree that you'd go on after you've murdered someone, not oh. just after well,
0: <laughs> True, true. But she also was in Walter, so there probably weren't that many options. I was going to say, there will be limits.
2: Yeah, but yeah. she did
0: manage to rack up a $7,500. She spent 7500 bucks.
2: Because so at this point, I would have been would have been wise for someone to say, you can shop online with a credit card, love. You didn't have to restrict yourself to only being <laughs> the RGA. Well, we'll get on to Natasha's online to work in a that moment.
0: Was Miller's Fashion Club? No offense, Sandy Swan. Yeah, well, we'll get on to her uh, prolific use of the internet shortly. Oh. Mm. So poor old Fred reported her to the police, and she thought it'd be a good idea to try and blackmail him. So she accused him of assaulting her to get him to drop the credit card theft charge. But didn't work. Police charged Natasha Darcy anyway, and whilst Fred was very disturbed at the allegations, it didn't stop her getting done for it. At this point, you might imagine she may have considered cooling it a bit, but no. She was just warming up, was she? She was. In 2014, Natasha met Matthew Dunbar on a dating website, and as we've covered, I don't know which one. Matthew had been open with friends and family that he wanted love and a family in his life. He'd been quite lonely. He's a sheep grazier, or he was a sheep grazier, who had just happened to own a property and stock worth $3.5 million. And Matthew, of course, was pleasantly surprised when Natasha pursued his affections. Matt and Natasha, who at times I'm going to call Tash just for fun throughout this story, Matt and Tash. Can we call him Maddie? Maddie and Tash seem very happy in their blossoming romance. Things clearly were very serious for Natasha as she thought it was appropriate to start the conversation about his will six months into the relationship. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Ma- how old are they at
0: this point? I don't know. Ooh, be honest. That's alarm uh, bells. 30s, 40s, any yeah, idea? Yeah,
1: that is alarm bells.
0: 30, I'm going to say he might have been, a what year is this, 2014? Mm, he was about 39 and okay. she might have been 35 or something. I, don't, I have no idea about her age. I'm going to assume she's a little younger. But
2: he doesn't. He hasn't been married before or had kids No, really. it's just her no, comes with it. No, the, it's,
0: ten okay. years prior, his father had died, and he would spent a lot of his time building the family business up uh-huh. the, the farm. So he yeah. invested a lot of time into the farm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in March two thousand and fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> there's the alarm bells. yeah. In March two thousand and fifteen, she sent him text messages saying, "Don't forget, you need to change your will." And can you promise to do something for me this week? Call the attorney to make an appointment to resolve your will. She waited six minutes, and in getting no reply, she followed that one up with, okay, your silence says it all.
1: God. Gold digger much?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Eventually he did take action, I think it was May, so this was in March, and so a few months later he sent a text to her saying, I rang the solicitor and organised will change. I love you so much, beautiful XOXO, 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 XOX. Oh,
1: too many. How?
0: (laughs) The giddy rush of new love was slowed down a little, however, and as Natasha had to go to jail for her credit card carry-on and broken parole in 2015. So she'd broken (laughs) parole, and I think that parole thing was around the uh, attack on Crossman. But Matthew by that time was really devoted to her and both he and Colin looked after the kids while she was in jail. Oh, this is not the first time, right? Why didn't we talk about something the other day when someone was like, oh, I'll be back in a
2: minute. Oh, no, that was when they were keeping somebody in the backyard locked up. But I've just got to go oh, and yes. do some time. Can you just make things, make sure things yeah. are ticking over here? Yeah, no worries. Is it, that, is it normal for people to have people doing time in their life and go, okay, we'll just keep things going here. I still love you. I know I just met you but... Yeah, it's all good. I know you've got to do a time for ripping somebody else off and trying to burn somebody else's house down. No worries. Well, I Life think that's different. the
0: point. I think he did know about these things because he's in mm. a town where you can't avoid it. You know, that would have been pretty scary. Either that, or sure. Or there's mm. just
1: no grapevine in this town.
0: Oh, no, I'm sure that. he knew about it. Later on, um, she talks. Uh, well, his mother said. That he said to her he knew that Natasha had issues and he wanted to um, look after her and rescue her and make things okay for her. He was just, in my opinion, really she hot? A nice lonely. Bloke. No, she's not hot. Um and that's why I absolute MP. He was just a really nice guy. Does that make had... her an A M P? Absolute <laughs> MP.
2: <coughs>
0: that's it. When, when there's nothing
2: else going on, like it's a bit of a prawn situation, mm. we you call it. But she's a MP. Yeah. A M P.
0: So let's fast forward to late 2016 when she gets out of jail and by which time Matthew was really attached to the children. Oh, I bet. Um, And, you know, remember he said he really wanted a family. So he'd been co-parenting the kids with Colin and that whole period of time she was in jail, which was about, I think, 18 months or so. Uh, Anyway, so he was really happy to have a family of his own and he and and Natasha agreed that she and the kids should move into his property. Which is called Pandora, by the way. Good. So from the time she moved into his house, Can- things took.
1: Oh. I know. Can I, win? I, just, I know. I just. Yeah. Can't, I was waiting. He's going to say. Yeah, it. No. That's right.
2: I know. There's
0: oh. the irony for me is the they, fact they that- changed
2: the name of the property.
1: Pandora's MP.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. A.M.P. Yep.
0: Yeah. So from the time she moved into, into his house, though, things took a bit of a turn for the worse. No. Yeah. <laughs> things in the household weren't quite going the way that Matthew had hoped, with Natasha asking to have separate rooms, allegedly, and her ex, Colin, hanging out around quite a lot. But he was also co-parenting the kids, you know. And, of course, she was spending his cash and saying nasty things to him, accusing him of cheating on her at, l- at being at least one of them. Now, we have to remember that the property might be worth a bunch, but farmers usually are a bit feast and famine when it comes to cash flow. So, you know, it depends on, absolutely. you know, have I sold a thousand sheep this yeah. year and what are my costs and all that sort of stuff. So, even and though having an asset worth,
2: whether it's worth three or whatever. does doesn't mean you've got money. You've got, doesn't right. mean you've got any, it's like the, the, the rich in the UK or whatever else. 100%. Are, you've got asset rich, cash poor. Asset bought. rich, yeah. Right.
0: yeah. So, Matthew had been described by many as a very generous man and a caring man. So, it's not surprising he let her spend his money. He'd also been lonely, as we said, and his mother said that Natasha, he knew that Natasha had issues, but he wanted to help her sort herself out. And remember, to all those love lord men out there, rescuing never works. (laughs) So Matt wasn't happy and depression set in. From Tasha's perspective, she wasn't just hightailing around town spending his money. She was spending quite some time on the internet which, to be honest, if I lived in a country town, wouldn't be that odd. I probably would too. Now, Swanny, we often laugh oh, yes. about our internet search history because <laughs> we know that no matter how many times you delete it, it it's can be your recovered. Your footprint's there, yep. Yep. But it seems our Tash wasn't so canny on that. In February 2017, a month after she'd moved in, Tash starts to research murder methods. I shouldn't oh. laugh, it's so bad. Far out. She starts with more natural causes of death relating to poisonous spiders, mushrooms and 11 toxic plants that look like food before progressing to how to commit murder, murder by injection, Ooh, 99 oh. undetectable poisons, base of skull vulnerable and stabbed oh. in the brain. Oh! oh. oh,
2: oh yes. That escalated. That escalated, yeah, far <laughs> out. <laughs> Search brain stab.
0: siri (laughs) (laughs) siri how do you kill someone with an ice pick anyway matthew's depression was leading him to experience suicidal ideation which is not funny and a bit like the girl from plainville nat or tash was not too sympathetic she once asked him if if sorry she once asked him if the rafters in the shed are high enough for him to hang himself so she didn't do that whole kind of spending a period of time saying don't do it you need to get help she went straight to look i've got an idea (laughs) anyway on the afternoon of june the 13th 2017 tash and matthew had a heated argument over a loan he'd given to an ex-girlfriend he grabbed a gun from the sheds on his farm and sent darcy a text threatening to never return now what would your response be if your partner did that would you call the police or friends, go out looking for him, send a reply, begging him to come home? What would you do?
1: All of the above, I think. Mm-hmm. What would she
0: say? Swanny? <laughs> Swanny's looking like she's at a loss. I'm <laughs> oh, not I'm sure I'm like, what I'd say.
2: Oh, I don't believe it. I'd be like, all right, whatever.
0: Um, oh, I'm going to call you a Yeah, oh,
2: no, I know. But, you know, I'm not in a situation where I would expect that to be the case. I don't have someone who's in that sort of vulnerable state. Uh, but, you know, if I was... If assuming was he was in a assuming, vulnerable state, assuming, yeah. yeah. Then of course I would panic and you know reach out to his friends, you know the people that knew him closest to see if you know I could just to ra- just to rally, I think, for my own sort of um, you know if I was scared I'd want other people to say it's okay let's let's find him you know whatever else or if he yeah. reached out to somebody else just I'd want the word out there that I'm I'm scared help me people that know yeah. yeah
0: yeah well if you were Tash you'd do nothing. He'd wait hours and then finally text him to ask him to bring home food for dinner. Is the job done? <laughs> oh,
1: it's a bit fucking hard, isn't it, if he's gone and done what he said he was going to do? Yeah,
0: yeah I doubt he's going to come home with food for dinner. No. Uh, fortunately, Matthew's closest friend, Lance Partridge, convinced him to hand his gun over to police, who then attended the property in response to a call. And what do you think Tash said to them when they showed up?
1: He's just gone out to get dinner?
0: No. Do you want to search the property to see if I haven't buried him somewhere? Oh. (gasps) Mm. She goes on to say, Matthew can be an attention seeker and I just thought he was having one of his poof-to-hissy fits. Oh. Outrageous. Bit old school there, Tosh. Bit old school.
1: Game on, mole.
0: Yep. It's around this time she starts to tell the police his depression comes from him being homosexual. (gasps) Oh. God. Hmm. Now, he had had one dalliance with a man that I could find, but it didn't work out, and whilst most people who knew him said he was heterosexual, it's perfectly feasible that he might have been bi or, you know, we'll never know. Yeah. But most of his relationships and most of his interests seemed to be in women. He then went to a mental health facility in Tamworth where he spent two days uh, and... One of the doctors recalled that he found Matthew to be one of the least unwell people I have ever met in a public institution.
1: One of the least, least unwell. I know,
0: double negative. Basically, he wasn't. Fine. He was fine. He was not a suicidal. He seemed okay. Doctor Stanton, who treated Matthew later, testified that he was depressed, but it was caused by his situation with Tash, and he's the person who cited that she'd accused him of cheating. He had money concerns and all those sorts of things. So. Okay. That's where I got some of that from. And, you know, um, this is a pretty new story. No one's wikied it for me. So I've put it together by testimony from the court case later and put it back into the kind of timeline of events that I could discover. Yep. Don't you
1: hate it when no one wikies it for you? It just makes so much more work.
0: It's not helpful, I know. (laughs) Um, I will, however, to be balanced, point out that searches on the family computer included terms such as how to stop suicidal thoughts.
1: Uh, Yeah, that was probably him. It might have been. I
0: mean, that's the point. We don't know who was searching for what. Oh, I'm
1: I'm going. Um, We do.
0: On balance, there was a lot of stuff around how to kill someone without being discovered and that sort of thing, um, and how to commit suicide and uh, painless suicide and that sort of thing. So, while Matt was away, so he was away for these two days, so we're pretty comfortable that this she was the one searching. Tash was back on the computer researching the best methods of suicide and conducted numerous searches about. Asopromazine, which is a type of sedative for rams. There were searches for oxycodone murder, murder by inducing heart attack, murder by stroke, murder by injection, asopromazine murder, lethal dose of oxycodone, 200-pound male, and simply how to commit murder.
1: 200-pound male. Yeah. As a,
0: It's a bit of a sign. And uh, the research was punctuated by periodic queries like, can police see websites you visit on your mobile? (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes, they can. As it turns out. Yes. On June uh, 19, 2017, Tash tried to source RAM sedatives from three different vets without success. While vet, Dr. Rachel Grieg thought her request was so odd, she phoned Matthew to ask if he needed the strong sedative. When he told her he did not, Dr. Greig was so disturbed she rang local police and made a statement about Tasha's attempt to purchase the drug Show she never used. For. Oh, mm-hmm. brilliant. Well, we've talked about this before people seeing like someone speaks yeah, up.
1: Yeah, nice. Well, she
2: put on it, put on this
0: woman, this woman can live with her. Uh, what
1: did the defective they detective try.
0: do? I don't think anything was done about it because eventually Natasha did find a clinic in Armidale where a male vet doled out a 100 ml bottle on June 28, 2017. Her details were taken down as Natasha Pascoe from the non-existent address of 4 Daly Street Walcher, which she put down to mistakes made by the really, really young girl at the till. She said a horse trod on the 100ml bottle the very next day, smashing it. Just over a week later, however, Matthew So why did Land- she say she'd bought it? She didn't say why she'd bought it. She just <laughs> no. said, um, I've got it, and um, it got broken anyway. So don't worry about it, yeah. Correct, yeah. A week later, Matthew landed in hospital with a calf infection so severe that one at one point a surgeon contemplated amputating. Jesus. That, yep. What happened the fa- there? I don't know. The farmer told doctors that according to da, uh, to Tash, he'd gone for a walk around the farm on Friday night. He had no memory of the walk nor of Saturday. Later, Tash told police that Matt was depressed at the prospect of losing a leg, very difficult for a farmer to be disabled and run a sheep grazing business. But testimony later from his doctor said he was very happy with the results and he'd make a full recovery. So there's quite a bit of contradiction on that one. On July 31, Natasha ordered a bottle of helium from the Supergas in Tamworth and both, Ma- both Matthew and Tash went and picked the bottle up the next day, August 1st. At 1:14 a.m. that night, a text was sent from Matthew's phone to Colin Crossman, you know, um, you know Colin. Yeah. Yep. Colin. Well, it's not as I said, not only the estranged husband, but he's also the local paramedic. And it oh, read, is he? "Yeah, tell police to come ha- Sorry, tell police come to house. I don't want Tash or kids to find me." No. Now, according to Natasha, who was the only person in the house at the time, she was sleeping in the lounge because uh, you know, he had this infection in his calf. His foot, his leg was really um painful. She says that she'd kicked it the night before in in um, in bed, and he'd said, "Can you sleep on the couch?" Because you know that really hurt. But so didn't she, she want says,
1: separate rooms when she first yeah, moved no. in? Yeah,
0: yeah, and that was only mentioned once or twice, and there was no evidence of that anywhere. And the, so it, it's, I had the same thought, which is, if she's in a separate room, why is she on the lounge? You know, like, yeah, what's, I think her what? pants are on fire possibly i think she's a truth stretcher in fact i know she's a truth stretcher 100 <laughs> percent. anyhow according to her she was in the lounge and she got up to put more wood on the fire at about half half uh one quarter to two two o'clock a.m she caused smoke to set off the smoke alarm you know when you open the door and a big gush of smoke comes out and she went into uh, Math- matthew's room to explain the noise but she found him unresponsive on his bed a plastic bag over his head connected to the helium bottle. She called triple zero and in what the papers called a twist of irony, the first responder was her estranged husband. Now, Clarkie, you live in a rural setting. Mm, it's true. Is it odd that the first responder to an incident is someone you know? I would like say. Like if he's, if he's a local paramedic, yeah, no, big not. deal.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's not at all.
0: It's uh, it's not ironical or coincidental. It's maths. Anyway. And that's M A T H S, not maths. Not maths. <laughs> Married at first sight, yeah. Uh, and you don't do that. No, that's right. The police attended the scene, and an investigation began. The standard process for police and forensics is to objectively review the evidence to determine the cause of death, rather than take the word of the lady in the house. The house was searched, and they found a neutral bullet glass still dirty in the dishwasher, which then, t- when tested, found a high number of sedatives. <sighs> As the police searched the kitchen, Tash was noted to say, you've probably seen my coffee machine. You can give it a whirl if you like. Just press a button and a cappuccino comes out. Oh, and Matthew's That's... gay, just to add another angle. I think he had a lot of issues to do with that. Like, you know, that was a lot of depression. It was tough being a farmer, you know, being gay. Yeah, she's she, gay, she's just she? saying when they're there. It, yeah. It's not. <laughs> Grab a coffee. Then she says, <laughs> as, evidence, as evidence of him being gay. In, in reference to the fact that she and Matthew had been shopping the day before his death, Matt loves grocery shopping. That's one of the things I love about him. He's a great shopper. Oh, he's just so good and he can always find bargains and everything and, yeah, it must be the gay in him. I can tell you Tony loves shopping at Aldi and buying weird gadgets we don't need and shit we don't need, but my gay da has never gone off just because he likes to do some shopping. Shopping, correct. Yeah. She also told police that they had met when Matt found her on the side of the road walking in the rain. But we know they met on a dating website. So these are the shit that she just decided to dole out on the day that the police arrived and were investigating the house. So she continued to live on the property through the investigation and our mate Cole uh, spent quite a bit of time there. But remember, he co-parents the kids and she has nowhere else to live. So I didn't think that fact was particularly odd. The police determined that Natasha Darcy had murdered her partner, faking the suicide text to Crossman, doing dry runs by injecting him with a ram sedative causing his calf infection. And by the way, there's no evidence of that. For whatever reason, they've just decided to connect it Uh, and eventually sedating and gassing him. The case went to trial and Natasha Darcy pled not guilty to murder, but she did admit to being an accessory to suicide, which was something she wasn't even charged with. The (laughs) defence... How does that work? Yeah. How in you my opinion, oh. <laughs> and look, I'm a, the statement I'm about to make is probably really unfair. I tried really hard to work out how I could get the uh, transcripts of the case so that I could actually read how the case went down, but I can't. Well, I can, but it'll probably show up in six months' time and I've forgotten this case by then. From all the reporting, though, it would appear that the defence did a lacklustre job at defending her. But having said that, they might not have. If I, was, if I
1: was a defendant, I would deliberately have done a lacklustre job of defending her too.
0: <laughs> Maybe no, no. They—they're they're, <laughs> like it was a public defender who defended her, and you know they are meant to be doing their job as well as the prosecution. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not—I'm not sure. It just—it just from what I've read, it looks pretty piss poor. But it may not have been. There might just not have been much to defend her on because it seems that the evidence of, of, of proof is overwhelming. But she only called one witness, which who was a suicide expert who posthumously diagnosed Matthew Dunbar with depression, having never met him or treated him. And this was countered by the prosecution bringing in the psychiatric doctor who treated him at Tanworth, you know, Dr Stanton, mm-hmm. who said he wasn't ill, he was fine, and his depression was all about TASH, yeah. not uh, anything else yet. Apparently her lawyer also very helpfully said that she admitted that she had told many lies about Matthew's death. That's good for your defence lawyer to say that, mm. isn't it? The court heard evidence of her prior attack on Colin Crossman, her procurement of Ace, which is the asaproterenone or whatever it's called, and her statements to police. Included in the evidence was the transcript of an undercover recording taken at Tamworth Jail while she was in custody. She didn't realise she was being she was talking to police, uh, and I find this quite dubious. This bit. Um, but apparently, because I did do a little bit of research by calling someone who works in this sort of space—not Reggie, but someone else—apparently it can be um, admitted in evidence. But that person who works in the New Sa- Sorry, in the Victorian space, said I don't really know much about how New South Wales works. It is questionable, though, because if you're not under oath or sorry, if you're not under uh, warning um, and all that sort of stuff, should this even be admitted? So, so the, this this is where this thing starts to get. A bit dodgy in but my what mind was it? well they well they, she was in custody right waiting trial and they sent two undercover police people in to try and get her to admit something or get more dirt on her
1: oh okay
0: and that that that's a bit for me that says if your case is so strong when you've charged her with murder because normally what will happen is they'll have determined that the, the likelihood of getting a prosecution is pretty high um and so then they'll they'll charge but they're obviously still fishing. So, this, that's, I just find that ish- interesting. So, anyway, two police, female police people, spent time with her in the cells. And here's some of the transcript of those conversations. One officer says she had overheard detectives outside talking about Matthew's toxicology results, which is complete bullshit. But anyway. Um, and Tash says, did they say anything about ACE, ACEpromazine, which is generally used on rams before shearing? and horses and it was one of the four sedatives along with temazepam clonidine and seroquel detected in uh, matthew's blood the time she asked that question sitting in the cell she hadn't seen the toxicology report herself and she wouldn't have known what he was he had taken she wouldn't have known what was in his blood put Mm -hmm. it that way
1: if she if she didn't put it there
0: well that's what they're implying right but but she we both we all both we all know that she went out to buy the stuff and we know that she said she'd helped him commit suicide and we know that he was suicidal whether or not she was the reason for it you know that this is why i'm saying everything that you read on it everything about it you just go oh cut and dried she did it but then you start to look at this sort of stuff and go, oh this is starting to feel weird.
1: No, none of this is making me feel weird. She did it.
0: Okay. All right. So, Well, and that's fine, you know. The other cellmate says, oh, they were saying heaps of stuff. Like, what's the ace one? And she replies, oh, it's, uh, I don't know about that one. Later in the covertly recorded conversation, Darcy admitted to Googling aceopromazine and clonidine after Mr. After Matthew died. I didn't think I had anything to hide, but it sounds like I do, she mused to her new friends. She said she had searched the drugs because she thought Matthew had taken them and wanted to know if they would show up in the toxicology report. But I thought that would be a good thing if these things show up because they prove that. Oh, anyway, maybe not. Oh my God, this is terrible. He would be devastated. Like, absolutely devastated if he knew what I, that I was going through this. The officers also He would just die. Die, <laughs> die, die.
1: die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the officers also mentioned a folder containing Google searches and asked why she made so many. I just wanted answers and Google's been my greatest friend. Oh. Now... Here's another twist.
1: I wanted answers to things like. I wanted answers
0: to stuff like how to kill my partner. Yeah, exactly. While in jail awaiting trial, she wrote to a friend who reported the letters to the police, and they were also used as evidence in the trial. She offered the friend $20,000 to lie about Matthew, saying she'd been inspired by an episode of Frasier. In which oh. Niles asked Fraser to lie in court, sparking a moral dilemma. She asked the woman to tell several specific lies about Matthew, including that he had spoken to her about planning suicide. If the lawyers ask for your phone records, just say it was over two and a half years ago and you don't keep them. She wrote. Shocked, the friend cut off contact. Tash wrote again, this time apologising. If the amount I offer offends you, <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's clearly- oh, brilliant.
1: Brilliant. <laughs>
0: I can Jeez. give you as much as you need. She wrote, this reminds me of a funny saying, which I can't remember word for word, but it was something like, if you're ever in trouble, I won't be there to support you because I'll be next to you helping you hide the body. Lol. Now, Clarkie, you and I both responded to a meme on Facebook the we other did. day that said your first at will help you hide the body, and we thought it was funny. Yes. Whoops. Mm, Let us recall our digital signature here.
1: Yes, but we haven't murdered anyone yet.
0: Oh, I'm glad you added yet. Yeah. No, we haven't. We're not intending to. So it was also entered into evidence that she did more searching on Google after Matthew's death around legal proceedings and police procedure and, you know, to be honest, so what? Like I would too probably just because she wanted to know things about like how long before an investigation happens, do you get charged, you know, that sort of stuff. How
1: long do you get charged uh, like how, how long can
0: I think it was? How long is it likely for an investi- investigation to take place? It was—I I don't know. Sorry, I—I probably nah, trial by lining that and guilt. making that up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Guilty. Well, that, that, the point is, it's been taken as a sign of guilt.
1: Where's my gavel?
0: And I'm not convinced. I, you know, I, I gave it to you and then I took it back by accident, That I will eventually give it back to you. Sorry. <laughs> um, it was an accident. I put it in my bag and I thought it was the one I'd taken for myself and I've got you, I've got all, all of our gavels. I just uh, will get them to you at some point in the future. Anyway, long story short, whilst the evidence against Natasha Darcy is almost all circumstantial, the jury was satisfied beyond reasonable doubt that she was guilty of murdering Matthew Dunbar and was sentenced to 40 years in jail yes. with a minimum 30-year term pre-parole. Yes. She was dubbed the widow of Vulture, and I'm going to assume that's really black widow of Vulture, but you know how we like a good alliteration uh, in the press, and there's not one story I've read that didn't clearly indicate that the author who uh, wrote it thought she was guilty. There is conflicting information in these accounts, some caused by Tasha's true stretching and some by misreporting from what I can tell. So on a final note... I say that, Um, I read somewhere that people in the township, knowing she'd attacked Colin and stolen from Fred, were openly concerned about what she might do to Matthew and the police had started a strike force before Dunbar died.
2: Not very successful.
0: Well, I don't know if that's true or not. I just read it in one thing and I thought, that's really weird. And when I asked my contact, she said, that's really weird. But who knows what happens in country towns was what she said. Really? So, Yeah. So whilst I can see that she had form, she was obsessively researching murder and suicide, she got the ram sedative and she told lies throughout the whole thing. What I don't know, as I said before, is whether Matthew Dunbar was suicidal and killed himself with or without her help. Remember, he went and picked up the helium bottle with her. There was DNA on a rubber band, which was around his neck to seal the um, plastic bag. Uh, and some on the gas bottle, but she herself said that she turned the gas bottle off when she discovered him, and so that's not conclusive. And there was no DNA that I'm aware of on the plastic bag itself or fingerprints, her DNA if, or, uh, thing. If the he- and the, the he- prosecution, hang on, and then the prosecution said the DNA, evidence wasn't that important in the case. So they didn't rely on it because it didn't stack to the, the story that they were telling. Wow.
1: I was going to say in- if he had a plastic bag over his head, and it was, had an elastic band around it to, to make it um, airtight. And helium was being pumped into it at a rate of knots for quite some time.
0: I don't know how he it didn't burst. He would fucking
1: turn into a helium balloon and he'd be up on the roof.
0: I'm with you, but I also <laughs> don't know how it didn't like pop because if oh. it, it had a, it had like a shower hose or something in the plastic bag. Mm. Wouldn't yeah. you imagine it would just blow up you and think, burst? Yeah, with the, yeah. she's and Very
1: high-pitched voice. She, said, she sedated the fuck out of him and then gassed him.
0: Well, that's pr- precisely what the uh, prosecution and yeah, the yeah. Um, police were saying. Yes. The entire prosecution case relied on the jury com- coming to the conclusion that she was a black widow who carried out premeditated murder. Yeah.
1: Maybe agreed. she did.
0: Maybe she did. No, she did. If her defense had been <laughs> did, well, adequate. No, she would definitely they have did
1: because she's been found guilty.
0: Okay. If her defense had been <laughs> adequate, would they have had cause to have reasonable doubt? Was this a case of town opinion against a person or murder? What conclusion does this jury come to?
1: Guilty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, fucking. She's off. Oh, no, she's gone. Look,
0: I thought the same to start with, and it's just—it's just how biased everything was that made me question it a bit. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to read that she's going to try and appeal or something. But she also had a public defender, like she didn't—you know, she didn't lawyer up with because she also didn't have any money yeah, to lawyer up. Yeah, she's never a fucking she's job.
1: She added no value had to society. Fire. She just sponged off everyone, tried to kill them, fucking hit them with hammers, stole their credit well, cards, that was insane, right? tried even to get that him change's will. Ugh, she's yeah. awful. even that yeah. was
0: interesting because um, you know how we've when when we did the court case with Reggie, we were talking about how the lyrics of that rap song bore no no merit to the case and shouldn't have been entered into yes. um, evidence. Yeah, and I recall quite a lengthy discussion between us about that. So I was interested in why the Crossman case and the Fred Nicholson things were entered in, and and it is to do with about establishing a um, pattern, a pattern of behaviour. Yeah, it's most likely to do with saying it's it's relevant because oh God, you can be. see that she's actually had a pattern of sedating people in the past uh, and attacking them in one way or the other. Yeah.
2: Well, that's just a coincidence, is it? And she's yeah, actually yeah. been set up. Yeah. Cool so that's sense. my
0: case of the widow of vulture. Um, yeah. So what do you what? Who do you want to? What do you want to do? What do you want to do with uh, her?
1: Yeah, I've, I've I've got a sentence for her. So I, I don't like okay. her. I don't like her fucking homophobic bullshit. Really?
0: I hadn't noticed. <clears throat> nah,
1: fuck her. Did you pick either. up on that? <laughs> she's gone. And and if we're calling her, so if we're saying she, this all happened because of magic pussy, then she's going to be the first person to get sentenced to the ravages of Clarky. And what <laughs> I, what I'm going to do is put her at the top of a very, very long banister and she's going to have to slide all the way down the banister naked but the banister is sandpaper. You
0: wouldn't and want to see that, I'll she, tell you.
1: She's going to get rid of her magic pussy by oh. travelling down the sandpaper banister till it is no longer. That's my uh, sentence for her.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah, I
1: don't like her.
0: And Swanny, I know that you have a, a tendency to do some Googling while I'm telling a story or any of us are telling a story. Yeah. What have you come up with?
2: Uh, Nothing new, nothing new, nothing new. You've seen uh, that I've, she's
0: not hot though.
2: I have seen that. I have had a little bit of a look and, um, yeah, I, I there are these things that frustrate me in all of these cases are the warning signs. Yeah. You know, people just... Here we well, are again. It's town a bit knew, of a yawn for us, isn't it? It's like, oh, uh, are you prepared to just ignore everything? Like it, sometimes there are things he that was. are hidden. He seemed, yeah, correct. Sometimes things are hidden or then they've been explained away. The fact that Colin was still around, Colin had been a victim before. She was doing time. You know, it's 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 all out there. I don't know how desperate you need to be to be able to turn a blind eye and just go, oh, this is really shit. And this whole idea of going. Oh, it's not working, and I'm depressed. I'm sure it was a miserable son of a gun, but yeah, maybe ask her to leave. Maybe you know, maybe. Say I think he was very at-
0: attached to the children, though, and I and I think True, the same with Colin. That. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, both of them actually, are stuck around right. because of the kids, not because of her.
2: Yeah, which makes me like her even less because I do feel that they probably. I bet you're right. I bet you they were really taking up the slack where you know, she was busy online trying to find how to. You
0: know, she was at one six. point. At yeah. one point, I don't know what her mothering style was, but at one point, um, I read that she was in the middle of searching something about yeah. murdering him or suicide or something, you know, nefarious. And then, literally within minutes, because she tried to make out that anyone could have been searching. In fact, she made out that Colin had used her. Sorry, not Colin. Uh, Maddie had used her phone because it yeah. didn't work that good. And so he was probably the one searching. But, like, moments after that search, a text message was sent from her phone to her daughter saying, feed the horses. So, you know, it it, it implied that True she, was, she was, was the one telling artist. the kid, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't forget to feed the horses. Yeah, In the middle, oh, well, I just got reminded while I was looking at poisons for horses and oh, sedatives for horses and rams, you better feed the horses.
2: <laughs> yeah. she. The thing I I'm not quite clear on is... Was it all about money all the time? She just sounds like she's a bit of a and now that sometimes we just come across people and I think they're just not nice people. No. Yeah, and you her know, background, you know, let, background wasn't poverty.
0: Her background no. she wasn't poor. Uh, she had a loving family background. There was there was nothing that said, yeah. you know, she wasn't a victim of abuse. There's no, no indication that there was anything about her apart from the money. Yeah. The
1: quick cash.
2: I find it very difficult to um, have any empathy for her in any capacity because it just seems like well what do you want you want the money and she the, the fact that she just go from one to the next to the next you know it's like and that didn't somebody didn't the guy in the middle I think I'd written some notes at the beginning there was one that was probably like a lucky miss where's he
0: yeah Fred um, Nicholson yeah Fred yes yeah he, he he actually went on I think it was a current affair one of those, and he, he literally said, I dodged a bullet. Yes, yes. He said I something like, the, oh. I was a, he said, what was it? I was a. I was a mullet and um Maddie was the marlin. You know, she was just interested in. Oh, um, what a great yeah. saying. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So he was just lucky that someone with a bigger He thought he pocket. was really
0: lucky yeah. to get away from oh, it, yeah. See, yeah.
2: that makes it even more disgraceful. And you all know, three just... men,
0: all three men were, and I made the point about, divorced or widowed lonely. or yeah. sad yeah so she absolutely targeted which she appears to have absolutely targeted vulnerable men yeah
2: yes because that is an interesting thing because you know everyone's got friends everyone's like oh I can't find a boyfriend I can't find whatever else and then someone like this who's so evil manages Magic to and it's pussy. because it's it's that but it's also knowing your audience mm-hmm. you know, yeah, know yeah, yeah. they, they know who to be targeting you know what what people are prepared to Turn a blind eye to ignore whatever else. So she's just, oh, I don't know. Gross. Really, I, I, don't, I want
0: to. What a bitch! Really,
1: yeah. in
0: that real, just yuck. Um, she's the kind of woman who gives womanhood a bad name. Totally, totally. Yeah.
1: You give yeah. womanhood a bad, a
2: bad name.
0: name. Oh <laughs> my dog! You have to have a
2: look at this while we are speaking. Last night there was a photograph of. I've I've never been a um a Bon Jovi fan. I'm not. I don't really like their music. That um, John Bon Jovi's <laughs> right up there son. Oh, Savage Garden. Yep. Oh, take Go on. Too. You have to see bon John, John, bon, John Bon Jovi's son. He is this hot version of him. Yes! Mm. It, was on, it was in the Daily Mail. <laughs> right. Please, please. I mean, he's. it was clearly a model shot, but he was really good looking. We'll check um, it out. Please, I'm going to look it up right now.
0: Jordan While you're Ball. doing that, can you think about what of you're going to sentence? sentence her to? Well, yeah.
2: I'm struggling, as you can tell. Uh-huh. Do not you know what I want to do with this, Shitty. Really? She doesn't seem to be that bothered about spending time away from her kids. She's continued to commit crimes and they're clearly not reason enough for her to go straight and pay nah. herself. So that's of no consequence, really. That's not going to bother her too much. just seems like she goes from one guy to the next. Although, oh, I don't know, she's just, it just comes back to money and... What was she doing with it? She just wanted, I don't know, do you know what I mean? The idea of getting to access yep. to his property would be that she would then sell it, I guess, and then get the money. Mm-hmm. On his, um, all right, well, I'll take it a trial by Wine Wineworld. Mm-hmm. Where do I want to take her? In? There's so many options now. It's such a, com- <laughs> such a complex place. We, do we do really do need, need someone, to map it out. We really
0: do need a fan to map it out for us. It needs to be mapped out. I don't know about you, but I've I've lost uh, all sense of the scale size. Do and we the world. have
2: any um, livestock or any animals or anything on the property anywhere? Just oh, seeing, could well, we get her out mucking out stalls and just being yeah. to some? I'd, I'd just like to see her invisible, where she's just in. Well, I'm sure there are animals lost. in
0: Peasant World.
2: Oh, thank mm. you. That's right. She's yeah. she's down in the stables of Peasant World, just mucking out the um, stalls. None of the animals like her because they know that she's a bad person. So she's not able to get any sort of empathy or affection from animals because we all know that animals could really make her very happy. That doesn't work for her because they can see through, they can feel the bad energy. She's just <laughs> on her own, left with her own thoughts and, you know, no access to certainly finding a new man or a new anything online. Or the internet. Yes, no internet. That's just her child her or her, sorry, her her sentence is just to be stuck down mucking out the stools.
1: Yeah,
2: nice. No money, no nothing. I know is how very exciting, but you know what I mean. She just is. I don't want anyone to have to deal with her. Frankly, she's just a a, a true stretcher, a waste I, of oxygen, a, a nasty truth stretcher. Mm, I'm going to and put someone a... would be next. She'll just she, she'll yep, find she'll someone just else, find and, and he, we know she will. Yep. She will find someone who's that desperate to believe that he's changed. Sorry, she's changed, and oof, here we go.
0: Well, I'm going to connect her to a previous sentence that I did for Ed Gein. Yes. So I'm I'm sure you all recall the crafty, crafty motherfucker that is Ed Gein, <laughs> uh, and I had him in like Croft. a like a really secure uh, acrylic box, like Silence of the Lambs style and um, he's not able to talk to anyone. But they, remember, I said about having a middle-aged sort of woman who looked like his mother walked past him all the time oh, and not talk to yeah. him. And not, yes. She is going to be dressed as the middle-aged mother and that's her job is to walk past him every 20 minutes. She's not allowed to speak to him. And even if she did, he'd probably kill her and cut her head off and boil it. Oh. So, oh, um oh. and she's not allowed to talk to anyone else. So a bit like you Swanee in that she's cut off from everyone, but yep. I'm going to use her cause she'd, she'd be very useful to be dumping along because she's a bit dumpy. She can just dump along down the pathway, past him, wind him up. She gets nothing out of it. I'd not dump in a poo, in a way of poo, Cloud. No, I, I just saw I just yeah. saw Paul's face when I said that. <laughs> uh you know, no access to like you, no access Carla to Carla just sent
1: me a text.
0: Other than psychos. <laughs> and um Ooh. no access to any money, internet, or anything. She just so does that daily walk every day past Ed Gein and then turns around and does it again. I'm worried
2: that she's going to end up on his nipple belt.
0: Well, if be that as it may, you know. <laughs> the security at Trial by One World is pretty good, but if, if we Only have an pass. OH&S slip up on occasion. <laughs> so be it. So be it. Never mind. And that is my sentence. Well for done. The, widow, the black widow of Walter, I like to call her. Yeah.
2: Okay. She's a piece of work, isn't she? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. She,
2: she was funny. In... She she really pisses me off.
0: Oh, it, I you know, tried so, so hard. Alarm? I really yeah. did try to nah. try to in, inject this idea of not that it's been an unfair trial, but it wasn't the fair. It wasn't the best trial. It was totally circumstantial. I don't I know appreciate even know how that, what that. you
2: tried to do there. I do like the fact that you tried to do that because it I, does sound like it was stacked against her. But no. there's so much
0: nah. yeah. evidence and
2: so much. But it's, it's
0: circumstantial. Evidence, form that but, it's like, oh, not person. but on balance, yeah. So so yeah. I got to this point going on balance. I think she did it, yeah. yeah. I absolutely think she did it. And she did it. There were searches around helium, the use of helium for killing someone too. So, you know, it was there. It was there. So I'm not saying that um, she didn't do it, but I just wanted to be fair about it, but I, I really do think she probably did do it. So have fun, Mrs. Gein, as you're pretending to be Mrs. Gein. She can get a little bit of theatre in there and she just waddles down the, <laughs> the path. that was a great idea. I've
2: not thought of sort of. Cross, you know, doing the Venn diagram, when we cross over mm. certain stories and punishments. You know, we've, we've we've had some absolute horrors that we could match people up with. Yeah. We That's true. I maybe
1: we could have a reality TV show which was like <laughs> mar- Married at First Sight, but it's with killers.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, mat- we match them up. Farmer well, Wants a, a Wife. Sort of a because a Paul well, a, actually,
0: yeah, Ed Gein was a farmer, remember? Well, yeah. I think oh, it was F- He F- had a big F- property. Oh, so God. maybe he could be the farmer, and she's on the Farmer Wants a Wife. Wife. And she has to compete for his affections, and you know, if he she ends up on a nipple belt, well, <laughs> so never mind. Weird. Yeah. Goodness. All right. Well, thank you very well much, done, guys, for your time. Appreciate it. I was, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed researching that one. I thought it was an interesting case.
2: No, it was very nicely
0: presented. Thank you, and I shall see you next time. Bye, ladies. Okay. Bye, everyone. I'll bye. Bye. Bye, bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine, or visit our website www.trialbywine.com to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from Pixabay.com.